It's Kuzakast time! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I am your forever host, the invincible, untarnishable, and internal Sean. And I'm not not joined by Mike? Or Phil? That's weird. What's happening then? On a very special, that time I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends. And actually most of them are trash, but some of them weren't. A.K.A. The Trash Manga Friends Podcast Episode 98. The two of them are pretty much like trash manga. And don't forget, use the code, oh god, it's a fucking clip show, are you serious? To go buy your tie-in Tamagotchi only while stocks last. Normally, we're the podcast where three people review two volumes of one trash manga or 30 episodes of one trash webtoon, discussing what's good, what's bad, but almost always what's trash. Except this time, definitely because we planned it and definitely not due to scheduling reasons that coincide with one to two of my co-hosts coming down with the plague, we're celebrating some of our favourite moments from over three years of Trash Manga Friends. So join us for this fun jaunt down memory lane, with highlights picked by all three of us as we gear up for our Christmas and New Year's specials, the latter of which will be, at long last, episode 100. But first, let's start at the beginning. Before the beginning, in fact, we have a penchant for tangents, so here's one from before we even hit record on episode one. Yes, really. In this particular one there, university, it's, it's more just I didn't know if that's something you're bothered about. In oh no, that's, that's absolutely shit. fine. Nice. Well, it's, again, because there's no video version, so it's not like yeah. you're, like, we can, here's porn, but in audio form. It's it's more just so you don't go yeah go read this porn it's like ah uh... nah don't 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 bother me like like don't don't straight up make us read hentai but you know otherwise hey I know plenty of internet reviewers that review porn but like without the porn yeah that's a whole genre <laughs> it's a whole thing just like review porn for the plot why because why? it's fucking hilarious <laughs> especially when you find like porn that was clearly nobody was clearly trying from like the 70s it's like uh one of my favorite ones is italian batman porn <laughs> it's fucking great i mean i'm intrigued but the I mean, batman, gets to, batman gets to crimes by cycling through a field uphill <laughs> it's fucking beautiful right and then he fucks everyone. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, Just yeah. Just you casually throw that in there, and then he fucks everyone. It's the least important bit. <laughs> also, Batman's clearly like a 45-year-old kind of like heavy smoker and Italian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Greasy dear. Italian, man. Right, now that we're all in the right mindset. i <laughs> <laughs> okay. warm up the crowd. <laughs> yes. Sadly, a lot of tangents like these have to be cut due to time, mainly so we can rant. And boy, do we rant. Take a listen to these ones. I mean, that that whole analogy, um, the whole story you just said makes more sense than anything that happens in this thing. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm aware I'm dancing around it a lot. Okay, Ma- okay, Mike. <laughs> What does, yeah, what doesn't make sense here? Because this is a pretty straightforward manga. Okay, okay. In terms of being able to understand it, it's yes, right. it is very, very easy to understand. Because in the actual, girl, they get married. <laughs> yep. 
I would say the end, but actually that's the start. So it is the start. Boy meets girl, they get married, then they start dating. Yeah, yeah, that's the part that doesn't make sense, Sean. It's the dating after the marriage part. What do you what do you expect them to do, right? Because in the style of some diabolical British daytime TV, two people meet each other and essentially get married at first sight, and that's seen as totally normal by most people i mean some people think it's a bit weird and they're like oh that's surprising but then they just accept it immediately it's just I mean, weird man. married what are what are you supposed to it's like oh you it's not like oh you're going to get married you've only just met you shouldn't do that it's like no they've gotten married it's too late to do anything about it mike well the weird part isn't really even that it's the fact that they go from okay call it love at first sight sure whatever then three years pass and they haven't seen each other like at all at all even slightly then somehow she finds out where he lives when he's got when he becomes 18 on the day of his 18th birthday which is pretty fucking stalkery like (laughs) i mean i don't know where people live after that i've not talked to them for three years but whatever turns up i bet you could probably figure out where someone lives without too much difference Regardless, turns up at his door with a marriage license and a letter of permission from her parents because, oh yes, she's underage. She's and, 16. Yep. Yeah. And like, yeah, if you want a date, let's get married. And he's just on board with it. Like, what well, the yeah, fuck? Yeah, because he's, he's, they've literally pointed out that he's been spending his whole life trying to find her again. So I was going to say, it is covered like in that three years he doesn't see her he has done nothing but think about her yeah it's really stupid it's a childhood promise (laughs) that they follow through on (laughs) childhood promises i want to be a fireman (laughs) not we should get married before we do anything which determines whether or not we actually like each other the only thing they know about each other is one of them got hit by a bus once Actually, both of them got hit by the truck. Okay, cool. Right, okay. That makes it all better, does it? And I mean, marriage is a societal construct anyway, so what does (laughs) it matter, really? I mean, marriage is an allegory for both being hit by a truck. It's basically a thing. (laughs) Fucking hell, (laughs) (laughs) Mike. Well, that's what this manga's saying. It's really not. (laughs) No, it's not. The, the couples that get hit by trucks together stay together. It's just, I like, mean, it's sure. just an innocent joke about they've skipped a few steps and gone to marriage and now the relationship's starting. I don't know how you've managed to blow this into proportion <laughs> like it's the biggest evil fine thing ever. I don't out. think how it's evil. get married straight away? No, I don't think it's evil. I think it's, I think it's dumb. It's super dumb. Why would you get? You can think it's dumb. You can. I'm not gonna shit on it because they got married. It's so stupid. The fact that he then spends the rest of at least the section we read. God knows it gets better after this. But at least the section we read, he then spends the entire time being like, "We could hold hands." It really is the no holding hands before marriage meme. That's it. Like people say that because they got married first. People say it as a joke, and it's happening live in front of us, people. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> like, why? Uh, nothing you're saying I thought was bad so far. I was going to say, like, okay. They've, they've just gotten married. They've known each other 
Let, let's like say five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. If we're being generous, one That's of right. which he was definitely concussed through and sure. losing blood. Yes. I don't think it's unreasonable for him to be excited to get to hold hands with his wife because it's literally <laughs> the first time he would get to do it. It's the with his wife part. It's so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> like, it hurts me how dumb it is. Like, how dumb it is that you can meet someone and be like, yeah, we will be married today and then I'll get excited because there is a small chance I might get to see my wife naked. It's so dumb. And he's like playing these mind games with her as well, being like, what? I, like, he's playing these like sort of weird situational mind games. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna introduce this idea and then see how she responds. They say, "Lol, J.K., I didn't want that unless he does that all the time. It's so weird and it's so gross, especially so when you're an innocent. I have no idea how you've gotten this interpretation. <laughs> this isn't like Red to Girlfriend, where the guy's clearly a fucking creep. <laughs> Like, NASA comes across as really kind of pure and innocent and like kind of naive about relationships because he's been so <laughs> focused on his naive. studies. There you go, I've done my bit now. Start your bitching. Okay, so th there's actually a problem with the main premise of this. I mean, there's right. a lot of problems with this. But the main premise problem is like, we we've picked together the however many it was, 300, I Three. think it was. 300, like. Yeah. 300 best young football or for the American audience, soccer players. And only one of them gets to go to the Japanese team. The rest are barred for life. You're fucking barred, barred from the Japan Football League. Whatever yeah, it's called. what? Barred <laughs> from nationals. But, but why? <laughs> what, you're saying you don't want the first and second best footballer just in case the first one, I don't know, dies or something? I mean, generally in football, you don't think about second-best strikers, Mike. You think Pele, and then I couldn't tell you who else was I understand. I understand the logic of, like, wanting the best. Obviously, I understand that. But the point of, like, barring the rest from national competition for life, you're just giving everyone else, like, the second-best you've got. Like, 99 is pretty close to 100, you know? And, and then they'll go up against the best and have a complex because they weren't them. So, like, oh, it's, it's, a, so it's a battle stupid. royale. I mean, I'm, I'm also just going to throw it out there. It doesn't matter because the World Cup, if you play for your team, you have to be that nationality. Yes. No, I understand. Like, I, I understand the logic. It just makes no sense when no, you no, actually No, I'm, I'm with you. It. Just being like, no, fuck you. You're never allowed to play football again is like, why? They're not in the team. Who gives a shit? Because it's an extreme battle royal series. It is designed to be ultra high stakes. Completely pointless. It's pointless high stakes. Not really, no, because it encourages them to be better. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, you wouldn't do this in real life, but that's because Ego's entire logic doesn't really apply to actual real football. Everything of his logic doesn't apply. Fucking cr The first fucking page drove me mental. What it's like, oh first? man, you, you can train elite goalkeepers and elite defenders, but do you know what you can't do? Train elite strikers. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you fucking can. Yeah, you can. You do it in real life all the time. And then what do they do? They go, we're going to train an elite striker. It's like, <laughs> you just told me you can't. You... No, stop this. Because the next bit is, he goes, <laughs> oh man, I need to go get the hardware to play this. 
And Eagle says, oh, don't worry. It's compatible with your nerve gear. You know, the one with a brain microwave in it. <laughs> He's like, oh, cool. I'll just use that. I have no problem with it being compatible with the nerve gear. Why does he even still have that thing? I get it's fine with it being compatible with it. And I get why he still has it because, you know, difficult to let go of like something that was such a different part of your life. What I hate is that he just then puts it on. It's <laughs> not even a moment given to the idea. Well, okay, sorry. There might be like a moment given to the idea of like, ooh, this is the thing that co- took me to hell before. <laughs> on it goes. Why would you willingly wear the brain microwave helmet again? <laughs> I don't get it. And like, he goes straight to it. He's like, oh boy, I've saved myself some money. I don't have to buy the new one. I was, was going to say, like, Egil tells him about this new MMO and Kirito's like, oh boy, new MMO with flying in it. And it's like, Kirito, it's because your, your wife, girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. whatever, is stuck in that game. He's like, oh yeah, that's why I care. Right, yes. <laughs> okay, okay, that's enough. We'll chill for now. Trust me, that's just scratching the surface of Phil's contempt for SAO. Let's lighten up by diving into some of our favourite bits. Fighting with the damnation of so many a rom-com. Why haven't they fucked? Yeah, this entire manga is the absolute thesis of just fuck already. <laughs> just fuck already. I mean, they're getting there, Mike. I think volume four, if they haven't put dick to pussy, I'll be stunned. <laughs> <laughs> wow, all subtlety out the window. I like it. <laughs> Getting right to the point. But I'm not <laughs> wrong! <laughs> not wrong. I didn't say you were wrong. <laughs> it's porn where they bail out of the porn, and it's a story where they don't have any plot. And it's like, I I don't know how this goes on this long. I mean, yeah, that's this actually... is like, this was built into like one of, uh, okay, yeah, porn. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like... Much like with several of the other horny on main series we've covered, it's like this is thirteen volumes currently, and it's like it's like a hundred odd chapters. How hundred odd chapters, and I have to assume every single one is just I'm horny, you're horny. Mm, Maybe we should no. Like that's the end. As we mentioned, I think earlier, I think at the rate they're progressing, I would believe by volume four. Nah, I I don't have that belief. I don't have that belief. No, I, no. I oh, you just think it doesn't happen? Yeah, All I right. think they absolutely should have already fucked, and it won't happen. <laughs> I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna hold off the entire series and maybe fucking like the last chapter, or they're just gonna go their separate ways, and it's gonna be a complete tease the entire time, which is gonna be hella frustrating for anyone who's read that far. And yes, I'm a bit of a sadist, and I definitely want that to happen <laughs> because. That will be so funny. Just knowing that a lot of people got blue balls by this manga. Like, you just want to look at some butts, but like, not watch porn. <laughs> this is this has got you covered. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm in this very specific niche that likes looking at butts, but doesn't want to go to Pornhub. <laughs> I'm in that niche, you know? Like, oh, sure, yeah, well, there you go. Read whatever the fuck this is called. Oh, so many bots. <laughs> and it, it really does squeeze out the the potential for there being any real story in here. I think is the worst part. Because it's focused so much on the on the perverse crap of 
in wanting to bang his mother that it really does stop any actual plot developing. You never get any... There's like the, the chapter we just mentioned where he's talking about emotional stuff with um the mother's editor, editor. or someone. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's that's good. And if it had more of that, at least in the part we read, it would have been much better. Like, the more actual plot you have, the more forgivable the gross shit is. And there's really not enough to balance it out. Really not. Well, yeah, that's like so. I mentioned this goes for six volumes, and on it from the first two volumes, I on it in my head, it would honestly just be slice of life hijinks until like the back half of volume six. We're like, oh, we need a resolution now because we're ending. Mm-hmm. Um, um, here's some final events. He goes out with Ninime. Like, dear God, I hope it's Ninime, not your mother. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the <laughs> only resolution I could think could possibly happen in this thing is he fucking bangs his mom. That's the only thing I could think happens in the final chapter that would make any sense for this. And I don't want that. Why does anyone want that? One gains life points by sinning, essentially. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Primarily yeah. lust-based. Yeah, that's the first example they give. The very first one is just a huge block capital letters, LUST. <laughs> it's like, okay. Sure. Because yeah. we haven't mentioned this yet. This is one horny, horny manga. It it's sure, but it's like, like everyone it's horny is on main, yes. Crazy horny in this. They are all DTF. Everyone is always trying to grope on each other, and everyone's like, no, oh, Mike, Mike, I guess Mike, we should do on. this then. Are you telling me when you see your bro in the street, you don't say hello by macking on him for like 10 minutes? <laughs> I mean, I do, but people Greek, arrest me bro. when I do Frankly, that. Frankly, society would be a lot better if it was like that. So. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> not, not, not okay, not in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you've got a choice between this or episode 14 where we did the Genji Monogatari thing, like, I'll take this universe, hands down. <laughs> this isn't well, yeah. rapey. This yeah, is at least in this universe, everyone's down for it. <laughs> Everyone is DTF. Yes. <laughs> like, everyone. <laughs> Except the main character. Like, no, nah, he's he's all right. He's kind of into it. Like, he's definitely I mean, he is, he, but well, he's definitely so, a perv. So, we, I alluded to this a moment ago. So, he has a childhood friend, uh, Emma. Yep. Who oh, is one of the female leads. Yes. And she's saying she read in a book, uh, can reduce the headaches he gets from his great uh, sage skill by kissing. So, she's like, Oh, yep. do you, do you want to try it out with me? Huh? Huh? Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't that be crazy? Like, if you just kissed, just like, wouldn't, just be crazy. Little, wouldn't, wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. And they do it so often. And he's just like, man, Emma's such a good friend. <laughs> like, mate. Mate. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> like, does, does she need to be naked holding up a giant sign saying, do me, for him to get the signal? Or, I mean, that would help. It would help. It would help for another reason. We'll get to it in a bit. But well, yeah. yeah, but the, the reason why I am with Sean saying like he is into her is because he's like constantly perving on her as well. Like, he literally constantly. makes a routine where every morning they make out for 10 minutes. That's, that's so, so he can get LP, Sean. 
<laughs> yeah, but she doesn't know that. <laughs> uh, she does at some point. Who, um, <laughs> off yeah. screen. <laughs> like he's constantly ogling her breasts because this is yet another manga that likes to remind you that boobs exist. Like he really wants to hammer that point in. Like, hey, did you know boobs are a thing? Aren't they great? Like, I, I guess, yeah, but I didn't need to be reminded so often. I mean, to remind you then, do you remember her character introduction? I do remember <laughs> her character introduction. It's the second time we've been introduced to a character like this. <laughs> Only the, the first panel, Phil, you're slipping. The first <laughs> panel we get of her isn't even her face. It is her boobs jiggling up and down. Violently jiggling, I would say. Violently, yes. It's like caught in an anti-gravity field jiggling. I think the implication is she's running and probably, I, I would say, not wearing a bra if they're jiggling that much. But... <laughs> sure. Like I, I don't cheapest... have boobs, I can't comment on the jiggle physics. Oh, I do have boobs, I can confirm. <laughs> but for every rom-com we cover where the characters aren't getting their bone on, there's countless other series filled with plot. So much plot. Definitely not a boatload of series where, well, I'll let the maestro explain. Yeah, I remember we were talking, oh, I've watched three dollars season one, I was like, alright. Yeah, I was a bit optimistic, so I've I've learned to adjust my adjust. We what read we'll do for 40, 40 episodes, episodes. and yes. season one has what a hundred, uh, about eighty-two, uh, I think. Oh shit, eighty something. Yeah. yeah, and I would Go say on, we did read. <laughs> I'm still I'm still talking about the format. Uh, it's <laughs> for now. It's uh, we read I'd say roughly to the equivalent of like two and a half volumes of manga which is like amount so yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we read a fair amount i think i think and, we've done our due diligence put it like that for yeah, this one and it was impressive that in that entire time not a single fucking thing happened yeah i was waiting for this one <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay so I, i'm only so mad at this one because i'm really mad at this one and i'm only so oh. mad at it because it starts kind of interesting. It's like, oh, okay. So I think what they're going to go with, based on the first chapter, episode, whatever, is he's a kid who's kind of socially repressed, socially isolated, spends all his time playing video games, and that's his main socialization. And one day he starts to uh, justify his own existence by seeing video game aspects in life everywhere. And it's like, oh, he can see level ups now. So he's inspiring himself to work harder at himself. Because that's how it very much starts. It looks like, oh, is this real? Or is this so real? you were thinking this kid ha was having a psychotic breakdown, basically. <laughs> and this yes. is how he was kind of justifying his habits. They bled yes, I world. was. And that okay. would have made a way better fucking story. <laughs> because then what happens is you get revealed pretty early on, like, nope, this is just a weird magical ability he has. And then nothing happens for 40 episodes. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. It's like, it spends the entire time describing the mechanics of how this works. It's like, oh, you can do this new ability and this new ability and this new ability. And if you do it like this, this thing will happen. And that's it. It's like you're reading an instruction manual for 40 episodes. And so... This is like literal hours of scrolling and scrolling and scrolling of just like, okay, but where the fuck is the story? So I wouldn't 
I didn't think it was that bad, but there's certainly I don't deny that probably half of the forty episodes we read are let's explain this mechanic. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes that's fine, like they explain summoning later on, for example, and there's a hundred different interpretations of summoning. So I've got no problem explaining how it works in this universe. Sure. I don't need to be told how what a skill is. <laughs> I know what a skill is. I'm, I'm recording a podcast. That's a skill. Not. I, I don't need pages of explanation on skills. It very much tries to describe this whole process like we've never, not never played a video game before, but never even heard of the concept of video game before. And I feel like people in South Korea know what a video game is. So it's very strange that they feel the need to explain that. I feel like there's also quite a lot of overlap with people who read webtoons and people knowing what a video game is. So it just goes on and on and on about, hey, if I use this, this gets better and I can add my stats to myself. It's like, shut up and do something with it then. (laughs) Fucking hell. You know, Phil, I've got to thank you for picking this one because after editing several monster behemoth episodes back to back, this one will be done in like 30 minutes. So, um, <laughs> sure. Yes. I mean, I, I, I would gladly just give it a 30 seconds. I'll just say, don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so in, in past episodes, Mike has a catchphrase that he loves to use for a bunch of series. And I will usually <laughs> fight him on that catchphrase because I'm like, no. That's not true. There is uh, would, stuff would, happening. Would you, would you like to do the honours then? Ah, brilliant. Um, nothing fucking happens. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. I was afraid that I'd have to fight you on this point, obviously. <laughs> like, I was talking to my partner before. I was like, oh, it's going to be such a tiring recording because I'm going to have to, like, fight uphill against people on this point again. And like, no, okay. You're just on board once. Yay. Because we've argued, like, stuff like Fly Me to the Moon or Nagator, we've had these arguments. And I'm like, no, no, incremental stuff does happen. Not a lot, but incremental stuff. But no, this is the same at the start as it is at the end, exactly. Except with more pages. That's Yeah. I've, uh, I, I had to think about how I would describe this. And this feels like a series of amakes for a different manga or a different anime. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. yeah, it's like a series of just like short gags at the end of an, an episode of something else entirely. These are like the two background characters and then after credit scenes, it's like, well, how are they doing? Let's check in on them. Exactly. It's like, why are we focusing on any of this? Like, I, nothing is progressed or developed in any way. So wh- why? Why is this? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, it wasn't boring i guess i mean it kind of was but why would you make something where fundamentally there's no real point because this isn't even stray all that far into slice of life like not really and you guys you guys show me all the time for saying that nothing happens in slice of life but really nothing happens in this it's like every chapter for the longest fucking time is just male character does thing female character does thing that juxtaposes it male character says i like you and that's the end and that's it every bit we have definitely no other recurring jokes that i try my best to cut at every opportunity no 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 do you know who has a hollow inside him itchigo oh 
<laughs> that got deleted along with Final Get Zuga Tencho. They're gone. Nah, nah, nah. Definitely nah. gone. Definitely, definitely gone, Asterix. Definitely well, gone. We, tell you what we need to do. Oh, right do, do you know? Do you know what we've not mentioned? There's two, uh, two Quincy's. Yeah, I was going to say. Can we just, can we just quickly have another check in on how many Quincy there are? Well, as as a matter of fact, as we go right, to right. Asterix the Ark, Thousand Years War. Uh, no, there aren't. There aren't two Quincy's. In fact, there's an army, and they're invading now. You're going to die in five days. Oh my God! Who would, who could possibly have seen that coming? That I I mean, as a starting point to an arc, to be like this race that we have established way back <laughs> are now here. Oh, Not shit. the most bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I sure, but like, where have they been though? Yeah, it, oh, it does develop in time. <laughs> they've, they've been in whatever the fuck <sighs> their version of Hukamondo is. I forget what it is. Oh no. Oh no, Sean. Even fucking worse than that. No, even fucking worse than that is the whole 777 year bullshit. Yeah, Sean, no. do, do you know where the Quincy have been, Sean? In Soul Society. That That is the grand reveal. It's, oh yes, we've been in Soul Society, but ever so slightly to the left of it. Pretty much, yep. So we're technically yeah, in, in not visible, but no, no, they are very specifically in Soul Society. In their own dimension of it, no, yes. No, very specifically in Soul Society. I, You can't just be, I'm slightly to the left, and then... Uh, like, and yeah, that's exactly what they did. Got it. Got it. They, they went, because we're ever so slightly to the left, you can't see us, even though we're living right next to you. In your dimension. No, this is like trying to say that werewolf spirit world in world of darkness isn't isn't another dimension. Like, no, no, it's it's another dimension. You're in another dimension. Got it. Done. Nah. I mean, technically speaking. <laughs> um... <laughs> to the left, my fucking ass. And speaking of fucking ass, wait, how is how is this a segue? And then this other visual novel that I've apparently played called Miller's Night of Anal Tyranny. Don't know what that's about. No, sir, really. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Wait, okay. wait, I'm suddenly paying attention again. What? <laughs> no, that's, that's the end of my segment. Like, so there you is, go. is it legitimately what it sounds like? No, you'd, you'd think that would be more about the butt stuff. But no, surprisingly, not really. It's just, it is a Nukigi. And for people who don't know what Nukigis are, they are just... Like how you watch porn for the plot, that's, that's, it's, yeah, it's, it's porn with about 10 lines of dialogue between each porn scene. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to have you ragging on porn plots because some of them are incredible. Sure, but I, I assure you that one wasn't. It was just. Okay, fair enough. Just, and now we're at this sex scene 10 lines later. Now we're at this sex scene. Like, okay, cool. Got it. Oh, I was horny. I was horny. There you go. I, I'm not, I'm... What? No. <laughs> no. No. You're telling me. According to this list, I played Sakura Swim Club, so apparently I must have been horny for that one as well, but I don't remember that. So, Tell uh... me something that has the word anal tyranny in it has porn. <laughs> yeah. But surprisingly, not much anal. It's... Uh, but it's I the tyranny part. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, yeah. I actually think this series would be a lot better if you just dropped the pointless fan service. It would. Well, yeah. Absolutely. But that's true for like 90% of series. Yeah, and yes and no. Like a lot of series, 
the fan service is annoying. The, so the gratuitous, unnecessary fan service is annoying, but it ultimately doesn't really affect the the story all that much. I have one example of this called it's an anime. I'm assuming it's a manga as well called Ikitosen or um, Battle yeah, Vixens. Like this Mike, is no. the hill you're dying on. It's I'm not dying. Ikitosen. Give me a minute. No. <laughs> fan service in that is completely gratuitous and unnecessary. Isn't that the se- now, Phil? And you might remember this because I can't yes, remember. It is like the, the series. You're it is the series of. where we counted the panty shots. In- yes. Yeah. Okay. Possibly, completely yes. gratuitous and unnecessary. Lovely. Okay. But the underlying plot of that thing is actually pretty good. You do have to sift between the eye patch wearing maid outfit battle bikinis, whose primary weapon is a pair of handcuffs. You do have to get around that a bit. You're not selling me on the series, Mike. The thing is, the actual underlying plot is a Romance of the Three Kingdoms um, parody, I guess. Now, now, hear me out. There's a million of them. There is. But this one's actually pretty solid, because it's about gang violence between between high schools, and how they pick fights with each other no, for no, some no, sort of superiority. Why would I not just watch Kramati High? I was going to say that there's a million of those as well, Mike. I know, I'm just saying this is, it's actually not that bad, and yeah, if you can ignore the fan service, and there's a shit ton of it, it's actually oh, pretty How would you ignore it in a series that is explicitly selling itself based off the fan service? It's not even like, say, when we did Maruko Chow a while back, and there's, there's fan service in that, but it's not selling itself off of that. Ikitozen is very much no, this is the series we are. It's it's about tits and ass and people <laughs> falling into each other, boob first and shite like that. <laughs> Except there's also pretty good fight scenes. Not including the one with the handcuff made. I don't get that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so I'm, I'm just saying here. There's, <laughs> there's been times in the past where we've covered things on this and Mike's just like, I've, I've lost a little respect for you, Phil. I'm, <laughs> I'm throwing that one back at you, Mike. Like, uh, okay, qualifier. I, I, you dug this hole. I watched it over ten years ago, so uh, I don't know if I've matured somewhat. So since then. horny Mike really liked Dicky Tozen <laughs> and then had to like try and justify it when people no, asked him why. It, it, it's not porn, Mom. I swear. <laughs> you just happen to walk in at the one pony No, part. you see, Mom, they have to wear less clothes because it makes them stronger. <laughs> have you never seen Dragon Ball Z? It's totally how it works. Oh, dear. did you never watch Bikini Warriors or whatever the fuck it was called? I've no idea what you're even referencing. So <laughs> it was I a random not. anime or thing from it was, years back. It was an back. anime short, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. where, like, oh, to the strongest armor, as everyone knows, is the bikini. <laughs> sure. I, I think it was basically like a guy owned a shop that sold armor and it was just always like here is female character come to buy armor and it's like ah yes can i interest you in our new bikini armor <laughs> because of, of course someone just wanted to draw bikini armor ladies yes i, I will clarify i am not dying on the hill of vicky Tozen. there is a lot <laughs> wrong with that thing my point was that if you can if you can divorce it from its fan service the plot is actually pretty good not saying you should have to I'm just saying that's my point. Y'all can judge me for playing some trash Nikigi, but I ain't simping Ikitozen. 
And if you're still doubting me over Mike, here's a few more rants where our boy went off the deep end. I mean, finish the following sentence. Me, Tizza? Uh, to be fair, that's her cooking style. It's like, here's a, just a meat pile of flour, a flour well, that, of meat. That, that essentially is it. I'm okay with it. Because we're, we're told, like, yes. her, her family runs like this giant, I don't know what you would call it. Conglomeration. <laughs> yeah. Farm like, slash food processing for me. Like, yeah. I, I yeah. wouldn't call it a buttery. Such a butt. sure, Essentially, sure. she has access to some, some of, if not the highest quality meat in Japan, in the world. You know, top-notch stuff. So literally everything she cooks is made with Dax. don't think we necessarily mentioned it. For these challenges, the contenders have to provide their own ingredients. They do, yeah. I mean, if you were going to talk about rigging, Mike, that's how you rig it. That, that's, <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly rigging it. No, no but it's, it's the way you would do favoritism. it. That is the way you would do it. Also, that actually did piss me off a little bit. When she was saying what the ingredient was going to be for their challenge, and she says meat, so what? Fifty percent of all ingredients in the world—that's what we're basing this on. Not going to be more specific than that, no. So what's the other no, option? Vegetables. That's fine. <laughs> well, no, because the whole point was they had a key ingredient which had to be meat, and then they had a theme which had to be dumb. Like, like, that's that's fine. I've got no issue with that. Like, that's that's not... restricted it down loads. No, I'm I'm. I'm dying on this hill because <laughs> when you say when you say right. meat, what is that? Beef, chicken, duck. Yes, yes. Any, yes. That is so wide a category. That's not that's not a restriction. That's a. It is. It's restriction. not like, because you can cook anything else. Look, just because every meat. meal you eat has meat in it, Mike, doesn't mean that every meal ever has meat. That is not a restriction. That is a get out of jail free card. No, it's played to a specialty, put, sure, but you know, it's still a restriction. It's still like that's not fish, for example. It's it's also not exactly a restriction. That's not the point of it. It is a core ingredient. But that's not and an like, ingredient. It can, it can a, be used. That's a genre ingredient. of ingredients. <laughs> sure, but the point is, you could have. They could have said vegetables. Don't need to necessarily say. Oh, it has to. It would have been worse. That would have been worse if they said vegetables. <laughs> Because of the sheer variety involved in vegetables. But that's the point. Like, they can do that because the point isn't necessarily saying you have to use this one very specific ingredient. They could do that if they wanted to. They could have said, actually, you know what? We have to use beef. Or more specifically, we have to use uh, beef sirloin. <laughs> Instead, they say, no, we'll have meat. So you've got a little <laughs> bit of flexibility in there. As long as the main component of your dish is meat, I mean, it can why be not whatever at that point? meat you want. At that point, why not just say for my ingredient, I want to use food? Because still... that's not narrowing it down. What? <laughs> it's it's about roughly as narrow after a certain point. <laughs> Fucking because it doesn't it doesn't need to be that narrow. Is the point, Mike? Now nah, I I can see your criticisms with my points um this before, but I'm I'm dying on this hill. No fucking. <laughs> you were way. dying on the last hill as well. Yeah, but apparently I'm gonna lie, Mike. You've died like on a lot of hills today. <laughs> <laughs> This is not narrow enough, and frankly, I would call the judges on this one, because... The judges have agreed to this. They shouldn't have. They were wrong. Why not? <laughs> they can agree to whatever they want, because meat is fine as an ingredient restriction. 
It's not a restriction. It has to have meat in it yes, as a it... central component. They don't care if you use beef and another person uses chicken. That's exactly. Fine. That's weird. It's fine. It's not They're fine. They're not asking people to make exactly the same fucking dish. <laughs> it's not fine. It's dumb. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but no, you're dumb. That's <laughs> what this is No, you. <laughs> the point is you then have like, the chapter where... They're brainstorming like, oh, now we've got to come up with a meat-based don. Like, what do we do? Do we use beef? No, she's going to use beef. We could use chicken and egg, or we could use this <laughs> or that. And it's like, yeah, fine. You can have meat as the core ingredient. Not fine. Not fine. No, it wasn't fine when she said egg. I mean, goose egg, duck egg, chicken egg. you got to be more specific. Like, you can't just say egg. Yeah, what you does egg have mean? to be more specific. <laughs> no, you fucking don't! <laughs> <laughs> if someone came with an ostrich egg I'd be like damn well played I wouldn't be like no it's not the egg I meant I meant Tesco's own large free range sell by date of tomorrow <laughs> shout out hey, by guys. this specific chicken guys, you, you, you're going a bit specific right, set me on Yeah, I, I'm very much buying into this. Uh, it is one of my favourites that we've done on this show, even if that feeling is not necessarily mutual. But I feel that's happened a bunch of times where I've read a thing and gone, yeah, they'll love this, and then we get to the show and, oh. And on that note, Mike, read more, buy more, watch the anime, take it away, destroy my argument, now is your time to shine. Oh, I actually think this is one of the best things we've ever read. Uh, I especially liked <laughs> the part where there was a lot of clear-cut focus and definite uh, movement towards an interesting goal that I could get very much invested in. Uh, I really enjoyed the parts where uh, it sort of did nothing for a few chapters there, just to really sort of set you in the mood for the ongoing plot and narrative. Oh no, I really enjoyed the bit how they how they had some really shocking upset at the end of the first volume, and then it didn't honestly play into all that much in the second volume. Like, not really. Not meaningfully. I really enjoyed how these characters, they, they seem so likable and investable. And I really enjoyed how they all seemed very exciting and their goals in life were very well defined and fun to watch. And I, I enjoyed watching all the stuff happen. Stuff definitely happened in this. And oh boy, did I enjoy it. <sighs> I feel like you committed to this bit a lot more than you usually do. <laughs> what bit are you talking about? I loved, I loved it so much that uh, no, I would not watch any anime of it because I wouldn't want to. Right now, Phil, I am holding myself back. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to spoil the experience I had here today, you know, by watching it be animated. That'd be stupid. Yeah, I hate it. It was boring. I'm don't never going to read it again. <laughs> there, there we go. Right, right. <laughs> All things must come to an end, and this thing should end a lot sooner. Good God, I was bored. I hated every second of it. I literally fell asleep at least three times while trying to read it. <laughs> Not right, right. It was okay. an isekai, but they did it wrong. Goodbye. <laughs> you can't blame the manga for you falling asleep. <laughs> I, I'm hearing that he just wants more isekai, Phil, is what I'm hearing. I, mean, I don't know. You like can it. arrange that. There's still <laughs> time to change what we'll do next it, week. Yeah. There's a lot of isekai out there. But, like, man, it's just... I didn't feel like it was necessary half the time for it to even have a reincarnation component to it. Like, I don't know why they did that. The story was boring. 
And in my opinion, it, meandering, although we discussed that at great length, that apparently it wasn't, and I'm wrong, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh, this was, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm being a bit facetious when I say this, but this was one of the more painful things I've had to read recently, just because of the boredom factor I experienced. All I'm saying is, we just read a thing about a guy wanting to fuck a bug. Um, yeah, but I wasn't bored with that. At least it was like, just on sheer weird factor alone, that wasn't boring. It was just, ugh. I feel like you again read something completely different to us. <laughs> hey, at the very least, I got enjoyment over how much you hated it. Much like Sword Art Online. And hey, I was gonna say, I feel, I feel you're mistaking Schadenfreude for quality. I, 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 never, I have never once used the word quality. I wouldn't dare. But yeah, I, I accept this is not the worst in the world and it is very good in many aspects and honestly like this wouldn't this is nowhere near the bottom of my list for like worst things we've read that would be very unfair it's just man i i was so uninterested in this that no i would not read it i would not watch it and good god i would not spend my very minimal amount of money on this Especially if I need to get a subscription service for it. Good God, I ain't making that kind of commitment. Yeah, I was very free. bored. No, uh, the uh, point that we made free. when you weren't listening is that it's free online to read. Okay, well, free does make it better. That raises a few points. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> but still, no, thank you. Okay, like, I'm not, I'm not going to go into like a few battle, but uh, all I will say is, Mike at one point said no character direction. One of the characters very explicitly says, I'm going to find my dad. So I can murder him? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't know if he's going to murder him, but... I'm pretty so sure he says that no. at one point. Maybe he oh, does. He does, he does say point, that, yeah. Point is, no character direction. No. His logic of the situation was something to the effect of, I'm going to find my dad because my dad is responsible for my life, and therefore my life has had bad things happen, and therefore he deserves to die, so I'm going to kill him. I don't feel like that's... What happened at all, but... I don't feel yeah. that's exactly it, but that's that sort of sounds like a character direction. Nah. It, <laughs> by volume three, it'll be on something different. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh... I mean, you, you make your decision, viewer. I would never say one of us is entirely wrong, but you make your decision. I would. Sean's I entirely know. wrong. <laughs> I would never say either of you are entirely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, for all the times he talks absolute nonsense, sometimes Mike does come up with a cool theory. A manga theory. I think the problem is they've got two very different genres going on and they're trying to mash them together. And Which they're I'm... not doing either well. I would like to point out, you could do that. Absolutely, you could do that. And that comes into my overarching theory as to what could actually be happening here i was gonna say well we're we're getting we're getting near the end now i feel we've all said a lot so do you want to do you want to get into that mike sure i'll, I'll happily explain this because here's the thing if once i thought of this and i looked at it from a completely different perspective to what the manga actually shows you like take the same story but think about it in a different way i actually enjoyed the story a lot more and like actually enjoyed it rather than looking at it and just being sad. So what I think is actually happening here, or what I choose to believe is happening, is uh, this child comes from a, not as so much a broken home, but a home with a difficult lifestyle. He's just a regular ass kid, ignore the carriers and stuff. 
regular ass kid, difficult home life, um, in mentally unstable mother, father who's clearly stressed to the point where he is going to leave. And the only th- person pinning him down and keeping him grounded is his surprisingly capable brother who's stepped up to, uh, to, to really run the family in a way that no one else can. Then one day, completely out of anyone's control, the brother is horrifically murdered. And this actually does come in the story, as she says, because yeah. uh, one of them is reading a news article about how the brother, how the brother dies is he was burnt to a crisp and then redressed in school clothes and put back at his desk in a classroom or put back at his brother's desk in a classroom. Yes, and uh, hence his suit, didn't they? Yeah, so clearly this whole thing is staged and disgusting and, you know, that's going to affect a kid. That's going to affect a kid a lot. And when you couple it with the fact that his mother is clearly unstable and schizophrenia has a genetic component, I think this kid has gone through somewhat of a psychotic break because of this which honestly even though that's an easy out it's very understandable in the situation when you look at the evidence the death of his brother caused the father to leave he lost his support system the uh mentally unstable mother goes fully over the edge and then can no longer recognize people because she's in full uh full delirium from this and so she gets to the point where she just straight up attacks the child so he's got an abusive life so he retreats into childlike fantasies of um, being able to see someone's purity right there on their skin with the ears and such. And he can see the good in people just straight up on their faces. He finds a reason for being beaten up all the time in these fantastical fights. And he he crafts this, this savior character, this imaginary savior character that comes to help him out and love him the way he's no longer loved because his brother is now gone. He's looking for a surrogate to love and he creates one from his mind along with creating all of the uh, the fights and the so-called intrigue and this potential way of putting together these cryptic clues in order to find out who killed his brother. He's doing this to protect himself from the reality of the situation, that he is divorcing himself from reality and he needs to find a way to cope. This is why nothing is explained very well, because it's a child's mind just constructing it on the fly. This is why all the clues he's allowed to get doesn't really help because again he can't just pull actual clues out of his out of his mind he needs to make it up to fill in the gaps he needs to find meaning in his new life so he creates one with this character this this beautiful man who is helping him and supporting him and even though he doesn't want to give in to this support he's finding a way to trust this made-up character so many people in this don't interact with Sobi to the point of you could honestly make the argument that he's not really there and the times when he does interact with people you you know it's only ever with like one person at a time so you could also make the argument that none of that is happening you can make the argument that this is all imaginary the cat is the cattails don't exist the magic doesn't exist it's all a product of this child's mind and his inability to cope with his brother's savage murder and then posing in a very personal way and if you look at it from that point of view, look at it like that, this whole thing makes so much more sense. Like, all of it. You can explain all of it by the psychotic break theory. You can explain every single part of it, because yes, it makes sense in the mind of a child, a deluded mind of a child, yes, but the mind of a child all the same. And I actually enjoyed reading it from that point of view. 
I enjoyed reading it from a point of view of it's a kid trying to deal with his daily abuse and his trauma. That would be a compelling story. I don't think that was the intention, but that's the way I choose to enjoy this because it's way better than what we were actually given. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to hire Mike to do your story writing, he's available. Oh, I could do uh, way better than half these people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this kind of reminds me, because yes, that is stupid, but this kind of reminds me of another issue I have. I really deeply, and it could be a translation fail, I don't think it is, but I deeply dislike the nomenclature they use in this thing. I fucking hate the names they give everything. I hate that the powers are called triggers, because it just feels weird to say. Uh, pre pretty much after you get a few chapters into our scandation, they start copying the Viz terms, so these are the official terms. Right, so... I think Neighbours was the only one I noticed that changed. It was like, they're called Neighbours. This is such... And I understand it's probably from a parallel universe, but it's such a weird thing to call something. <laughs> one of my main issues with the nomenclature of this is it's a bit on the nose with some things. And, that, like, it's a... I don't know if it's what they were going you want for. It to be more, you want it to be fanciful nonsense? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> not really. It's not really what I'm saying. It's just, like, they are called the elite force of people who are killing and hunting down people and monsters from another universe whatever the neighbors they're hunting down their neighbors called the border patrol and they're considered to be illegal immigrants yeah no <laughs> not sure this is okay I, are we the baddies <laughs> <laughs> like oh no like it just made it a bit like why did they name it like that that's like yeah, like I don't, I don't mind the fact they're called triggers. Uh, that was it's, it's a bit, it's weird. a bit dumb. But yeah. I assume it was basically they wanted a, they they came up with their catchphrase, and like yeah, okay, this is what we're just going to call things. And not a single person ever says pull the trigger. <laughs> but yeah, I don't get why they were called. Okay, I do get why they were called neighbors. But I, like, I understand. I I think they could have just called it literally anything else. They they could have called everything anything else. But, like, the stuff they chose is just weird. It's not weird, it's just uh, on the nose, as you said. Yeah. I think it just all comes down to the fact they call the bad guys neighbours. It's like, just, just call them monsters, aliens. Fuck it, call them kaiju. There you go. <laughs> sure. Well, no, because that's too obvious. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, they are kaiju. These are all yes, kaiju. They, they, they are. They are all kaiju. I don't know why this thing is quite often written the way it is because for some reason the border agency whatever it's called fucking hearing you say that now <laughs> what because i pointed out the it, yeah it just sounds so wrong now. it does right <laughs> and like i don't feel like i'm far off base for pointing that out i think no, it was intentional no, you're not. it's just <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where when you read it it's doesn't necessarily all click into place <laughs> because you never really see it laid out all together. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like oh no, like this is this whole thing meant to be a an, an analogy for xenophobia? Is I, that it's, what it is? it's Japan at this point. I just go like, yeah, sure, okay, doing <laughs> that again. Got it. Again, how often does this happen? I mean, Japan is you know. <laughs> Mildly xenophobic. 
culturally xenophobic, yes. Yes, sorry, that's a better way of putting it. Will Trigger isn't Nazis. Like, no, no, no. I, okay, I didn't mean to say it like that. What I meant Will, was, Will, like... Will Trigger is more build a wall. <laughs> yes, exactly. Three years before that, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yes. Yeah, uh, it's just, I, I don't know why the things are written that way, and... Yeah, they could have just given stuff a different name. Yeah, and it, it's... I know it's just, like, words, right? It's only just, like, simple terminology that they're using, and it, it really doesn't matter what those words are. It's just, when you combine this cluster of things together, it stops being just words and starts being this other thing, which feels kind of gross a little bit, because you're just, like, mm. essentially saying, we need to kill the immigrants who look kind of like us from a different place but don't understand us and are coming here taking our wives and husbands like oh. to, be fair, to be fair they are literally doing that yes case. they are it just it just feels like a, a a lopsided analogy for yes yeah and i, and I will also say without I try to avoid getting too political on our lovely little podcast about manga but like yeah. these terms only really I'm not going to say took on that mean because obviously they've always had that mean to them, but only really became accentuated, let's say, in the past five years when yes, sure. someone came I into know power. What you're saying. Yeah, I get it too. Like, it is entirely possible that it is a horrific coincidence, and this is not even slightly what they meant. It's possible that certain somebody read this and thought, "Here's some ideas." <laughs> Doesn't strike me as the kind of reading material for them, but. You never know. Never know. I mean, it's got pictures. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> I think the thing for me is like, yeah, it it can be all innocuous, and maybe they're just like, oh yeah, we'll we'll call them neighbors because they're from parallel universe. They're basically neighbors, and then yeah, these people are protecting the border between worlds, so they're the border patrol, and it's like, yeah, it, it can all be very innocuous, not all malicious in intent or anything but yeah could be but it's just like oof that's that's you didn't oof. think that one through is is what i'm gonna yeah. go with they didn't think it through and i i'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt that it wasn't meant to be super xenophobic and racist unless that's where it goes eventually i do doubt it but and like even if it does go that way it could just be like the the way that people in power interact and shit so like there is still a story to be told i would assume the way the story ends up going is the good people on both sides work together to beat the bad people on both sides yeah like i i believe that this isn't malicious in intent it's just yeesh <laughs> you could have written it a different way i i do so mike you picked the series Oh, Which means yeah, you dude. get to talk about the premise and the plot. <laughs> um, <sighs> okay, so I'll talk about the, the premise plot first, just make sure I do that, because this is a parody manga of sorts of an alien superhero, I guess, comes to Earth and essentially gets into all sorts of wacky hijinks while fighting Kaiju, because he's a Japanese superhero. And we meet a full cast of colorful characters, and we just have fun in a variety of different situations, which are haphazardly solved by our hero, Kaniku Man. That's pretty much all you get for a premise. But I, I feel the need to apologize 
a little bit. <laughs> Good. I feel I feel like this was. I, I didn't know <laughs> this thing was as old as it was. As a kid, I watched the Ultimate Muscle anime, and I was like, "Oh man, I remember that. Let's review that." This thing has nothing to do <laughs> no. with that. Ultimate Muscle was twenty years later. You monster. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but you kind of think. Oh, you think it's based some on the so- manga, so it's yeah. like, surely. You think it has some sort of similarity, but with the exception of the main character, fucking, like, the appearance, fucking none. <laughs> now, to be clear, I did look in some reviews on Mal, and they all do say that later on it becomes, like, very much tournament yes. arcs and lots it of does. fighting and all that. So maybe, if that's what I'd read, my opinion would have been very different. Out of I- curiosity, I did look forward. It starts to become more about the wrestling in about volume four. Oh, so... fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screwed like, by our I, own I, system. I did a similar sort of... I didn't actually read or look up synopsis or anything, but I looked at like the volume covers and I was like, yeah, it looks like volume five. It starts to do all the wrestling things. Yeah, so it... like Obviously, we don't review these parts for this show, so be discounting this from eventual analysis, but I did look forward a bit, and eventually... It's revealed that his people aren't just wacky alien space superheroes. They're actually wacky alien wrestling champions. And clearly that... And there's like some magical wrestling belt, which suddenly everyone in the universe wants or something stupid. And so that eventually turns the whole thing from random hijinks into all about the wrestling. Yeah, because this thing goes balls to the wall with its parodies of things. Parodies, fourth wall breaks, a fair amount of Japanese style lol random. Oh, it's reference ridden. Basically, it's literally everything that Sean hates. <laughs> like, everything. I was promised wrestling. And There's the wrestling. Is wrestling. Is they go, oh man, that's a Tony Oinoki reference. Like, great. <laughs> thanks. There's like a couple of chapters where they do wrestling. There's one where they do boxing as well. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Kiniku Man, a wrestling manga? Oh, hilarious. I could talk more wrestling in this segue than that episode by going, holy moly, CM Punk's back in WWE. What earth is happening? And speaking of crazy times, here's an unbelievable one from our second trash tacular tournament where the unlikeliest series made it through. And no, I don't mean Sword Art Online. You do not want to be working through an illness on this. Like, this is not what you want to be spending what is probably your very limited energy. But, like, d- don't spend it on this. This is bad. You did a thing. You had an idea. Don't do more of it. Yeah. Having said that, still beats Kiss X6. <laughs> and you voted for this. So, yeah, just... Yeah, uh, I'm just still... D- it's not even a hard thing. Like, I'm not, I don't even regret my choice. Wow. Okay. I hated Kiss X6. It was horrendous. You did. It was oh, it was the worst. <laughs> Shall I go next? <laughs> go sure. on, then. Okay. Sebastian Chan is absolute shite. Kiss Excess is <laughs> reprehensible, but I admire its tenacity in swinging for the fences. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd much rather you reach for the ceiling, even if that ceiling should be a shotgun that knocks you back down. <laughs> so I guess. Because there's a universe where Horny Slazo could read more of Kiss Exis, but there's no <laughs> universe where I want to read more of Sebastian. 
So, uh, Kissex gets my button. Yeah! <laughs> we hit the grand blue of the season. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it is, because you regretted voting for grand blue pretty much straight away. I mean, yes or I no. I regret voting for Kissex. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, because you're not... You're happy to vote for it in this instance. Happy, because... happy is yeah. not the word I would use. <laughs> you know full well what I mean, though. The point is... I resigned to voting for it, yes. <laughs> You've got to vote for one of these two, and of these two, you have no qualms voting for Kiss Exodus over Sebastian. No, I have, lo- okay, I have lots of qualms, qualms. but... Uh... Picking this one over the other is nah. the point. Whereas Grand Blue, Mike was kind of immediately like, I don't know if I should have done that. <laughs> I don't regret voting for Grand Blue. In the same way that Sean doesn't really regret picking Kiss Exodus, <laughs> but we're all gonna think he's weird for it. I, I regret nothing. Zip. Unless his thought is now being validated by Phil's choice. Ooh, Imagine if it and Sword Art Online get free round one. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, which, which final turn gets through into round two, Phil? <laughs> which one gets flushed? I'm gonna vote for Kiss Exodus. Oh! <laughs> I don't want to talk about it again! Because you can say it's reprehensible, disgusting, whatever. I I could read it. It's coherent. It was coherent. Whereas Sebastian, I was just like, I, th- there's no point even trying to understand it because next chapter it's all going to fucking change. <laughs> and the chapter after that, it'll change again. It, it was just a, there's no point trying to pick apart anything because... It all just a horrible, tangled mess of people doing stuff and it changing every chapter and who you can trust and who you can't trust. And the only reason we know who we can trust and who we can't trust is because of that person saying who you can trust and who you can't trust with no evidence to back it up. While I accept all of your points and most, if not all of them, are entirely correct. (laughs) But it doesn't have the incest, yes. If I was faced with two manga and they were like, read one of these, death is not an option. (laughs) I would say, are you sure? Like seven times and read the one that doesn't make sense over that. So, well, we know where our priorities are. (laughs) We finally found the thing that differentiates all of us. Uh, Coherence at any cost. (laughs) You'd think a series called Kiss Excess would probably be as horny and as weird as it ever gets on our show. But no, we found a way to go further in episode 69. Nice. Whatever. Like, it's another <laughs> example of like sexual dissatisfaction. Like, no one's happy with the situation. I suppose that is one thing. That is one thing it doesn't res- resort to, I guess. Doesn't one cheap trick it doesn't go for. There's no discussion on dick length. <laughs> There's no, like, ah, oh, if he was only two inches bigger. Oh. If the circumference was merely a few millimeters wider. <laughs> if uh, only he was as big as Bad Dragon. If only. <laughs> that's, a, that's a statement right there. <laughs> I feel like anyone being that big would die. <laughs> Man, I wonder, do do you think, because obviously that was a meme from our generation, do you think kids know what bad dragons are nowadays? God, I hope not. (laughs) 
I'm I not mean, happy. I know what it is. <laughs> they're still around, I think. So. Yeah, they are still around. Oh, they're still around. Yeah. Maybe there's other brands that are in with the legally consenting adults. I mean, it's Japan, so Hitachi's are all the rage. So, bad dragon alternatives. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, giant fucking dildo corporation. That's what you're after. Very specifically, monster dildos. Thank you very much. You're right. If it's not rigid and got spikes have or an, yeah, oh. have an anal spike protrusion, then thank oh, you. What's oh, the point? oh, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> oh. And that's now going to be in your Facebook feed, Mike. Oh, that's that's a lot. <laughs> oh, oh, how'd that get in there? <laughs> how did <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> ah, this one got an award for most realistic monster cock. Right, so even a ha- how? <laughs> That's an oxymoron. <laughs> it's just like a real dragon's. Like, yeah, like, straight up, how? You can't. <laughs> this is the most realistic fake thing ever. <laughs> it pumps jizz and everything. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, pulling pulling us back. Pulling out of that. Oh god. <laughs> Can I just pull out of this whole series? <laughs> well, we're getting near the end now, but there's always a time for another rant or three on some of our all time most hated series, no less. Ah, good times. And if by good, you mean utter, painful, dog shit. But then above and beyond that, as well as being able to just do that, he can also use his upgrade heel to change his appearance to whatever yeah. he wants. That's right, kids. He's Loki. It was him yeah. all along. No, okay, no, I, I want to point out something that bothers me with that particular ability. Okay. He can change his appearance. So, okay, first time we see it. Great use. He changed himself into the captain of the guard. He also changed the captain of the guard into him. So he's mm-hmm. like, hey, look, I, I've captured this guy trying to escape. So he can forward his plan of revenge and get the princess alone, basically. Mm-hmm. But then, like, afterwards, when he's actually going through with the daring escape part, he just transforms into someone that looks like him, basically. Like a taller him. And his genius plan of a name is to add an extra character on the end of his name. Like, fuck me. No one's going to know it's him. It's like if you change your name from John to Johnny. (laughs) It's like the same thing. It's like, imagine, for example, so my name is Phil with Mm -hmm. one L. (laughs) I change my name to Phil with two L's. Wait, who are you? I've never met you before. (laughs) And I put on a moustache. (laughs) <laughs> like one of those gag mustaches like no no one would even know it was me no you don't even cover your face you just put lifts in your shoes <laughs> slightly <laughs> taller <laughs> it's just like everyone's gonna know it's him it's not subtle like hey there's the guy i could have sworn he was shorter than that but that's definitely him <laughs> i appreciate no one knows he has this ability i guess they're like oh sure. it can't be him he's too tall but <laughs> All I'm saying is, you see someone that looks like him has a virtually identical name. I'll still be like, you know what, do, do us a favour. 
We've got the, we've got these magical scrolls that tells all about you. Just like stick your hand on one of them for us. So yeah. Yes. You can interpret whatever the fuck you want from it. Like this pile of ass. I was gonna say, there's history lessons over kids. Like let's uh let's dig into this telling, as it were, in Minamoto's story. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start off by saying the one word that I would describe this as, and it's not the one you think I'm gonna use. Because I is I'm assuming that you assume I'm gonna use the word shit. Which it is. That's not the word I'm gonna use to describe it. The word I'm gonna use to describe it is porn. It's porn. Okay, right. I, mean, I, can, I can finish this white. thought now. You, you've mentioned this, Mike. <laughs> sure. I legitimately think this would be better if it was. <laughs> yeah, I agree. If it was just yes. straight up porn, it would be so much better. Because <laughs> at least then it would have a fucking point. It does have a point. Oh. Got to bank fourteen girls. We've read. We only read two volumes. In my notes, I'm assuming he gets laid at some point. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> that that is kind of the whole point. It is the whole point of this man is he needs to get laid. I don't know. The whole point of rent a girlfriend is for him to get a girlfriend, which he does, Mike. Very I, no, I, I disagree. There, I disagree. <laughs> that wasn't the point of rent a girlfriend. I'm just saying a the intention is never really the driving force behind these things. It's not where they want it to go. It's just like ah, that's a thing that could happen. I mean, Phil mm. gave a nice summary. I think I wrote my one-sentence summary, and uh, Phil, Phil and Mike can weigh in on this. I wrote, uh, Ant blackmails nephew into sexual relations with 14 people and teaches him to kind of be a bit rapey too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, this is to train a rapist, the manga. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? What? The problem I have with it is, if it's not porn... Why does it exist? Like at a certain point, if you see someone on the bus reading this, you, you just look at it and go, "So why aren't you just reading porn at this point?" Mike, it's clearly there to train all the poor young little virgins in Japan. This is there to teach them how to get <sighs> with women. Oh, that's fucking horrifying! A thought. <laughs> yeah, because the way this yeah. manga says that you need to get women is, first of all, you have to keep it in the family. That's really important <laughs> for some reason. To clarify here, girl number one is his cousin. Yep. Who is the aunt's daughter? Niece. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. So all the characters involved one that he's trying to sleep with or bang are related to him. Yep. Yep. They are. Yep. And so he tries to, for some reason, because he doesn't even choose this, right? He says at one point, no, I see her as a sister kind of thing. And yeah. she says, no, 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 this is your target. Like, I think she actually uses the word target. Possibly, yeah. And she's like, no, you must fuck this girl. And neither of them are into it. <laughs> like, neither of them. At first, he's like, oh, that's gross. That's my cousin. So I will say, like, they're not, I don't think either of them ever want to, would go as far as they do if they weren't, you know, puppeteered and forced and coerced into it. But they they have they have like mutual feelings for each other. Like they clearly care about each other a bit at first. I mean, sure, they, they yeah, are family. Yeah, yeah. And they've not seen each other in years, so there's clearly no. Oh, that makes it okay, doesn't no, it? I'm not, I'm not just. I will never justify <laughs> anything that happens in this. How dare you? <laughs> okay, so to... there's even a scene where 
the main character kind of loses control a bit, which is a terrible excuse for anyone to use in a sexual situation. But sure he, he loses control of himself, and he full-on starts to grope his cousin in a movie theater. So she can't really leave, and you even hear her internal dialogue of she's just kind of frozen with fear. And he like loses control, and then afterwards, when he's like, yeah, I fucked up, I, talking to the aunt, I fucked up, I did this, you know, it was a bad thing. And she says, don't you dare stop. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you breeding a rapist? That's all she's doing. If you stop now, you'll be a loser, my God. It's, oh my God, it's, ugh, it's gross. Yes. It's fucking awful. How does this, how does this keep happening to us? <laughs> I mean, like I, I could give you a reason, Mike. Like, <laughs> the title of the podcast. Well, it's like this one theme keeps coming up in the shit we read. Everything involving Asano in this is bullshit. Absolutely, yeah. So then you have just the fucking brilliance of this. He's got Asano locked in a birdcage at the top of the end dungeon. Sure, yeah. And uh, the birdcage is secured with a numpad lock. <laughs> yeah. The numpad on the inside. Which has the world's worst filter, so even if we hadn't done her magical solution for it, you could still clearly tell what yeah. it's pressed. But it's just like, that's fucking awful security. <laughs> the filter isn't switched on when you look in a mirror. Yep, yep. It does have a um, Japanese porno filter on it. But, like, only from certain angles. <laughs> but only if you're looking directly at it. The, the cage is <laughs> wide enough that she could stick her head through the bars, so none of this matters anyway. To be fair, this, this is actually something I did wonder for when Asuna does escape by herself. Why, why does she not just, like, jump and fly down? Can, can she not fly? I don't think she can fly. I think that's the implication. So that maybe explain why she doesn't just slip out the birdcage. Like, it's never explained because she does have wings. It looks like they're part of her dress, but she does have them. But it, they've nev they're never erect, so to speak. So, oh, But you know what is, Mike? Uh, uh, that entire escape sequence uh, just... Okay, uh, I don't think we can avoid this any longer. Like, honestly, there's not enough relevance. We've talked about the idiocy. Now let's talk about the absolute abhorrency. Uh, so, the soon manages to escape after looking in a mirror to find out the key code to get out because mm -hmm. yeah great security Fantastic. good job she escapes she goes down into the tree which is actually a research lab finds a map and is like that one says experiment lab clearly that's where the which is just weird in itself she's looking for a gm console again which <laughs> it's a straight up like uh, theme park you are here type situation <laughs> yeah <sighs> fucking this is right Biggest fucking gripe of this arc, <laughs> easily. Okay, that's impressed. That's a sweeping statement, but sure. Right, look, there's a lot of abhorrent things. I'm, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to say this is offensive in that way, by no means, because we're about to get to some of that. <laughs> yeah. But why the fuck is all this on the game server? <laughs> I don't know. Why, why would you put all this in the game? Why don't you just you you root them to your server? Root them to a different server that doesn't have <laughs> players on it. Like that. Why have you got all this stuff embedded in the game? Like, I 
I roughly know how this stuff works through interaction of through video games, making, playing, whatever. You actually like do this shit for a living. So I can only imagine the headache you have watching this. Honestly, is any time they tried to talk about anything technical or anything security related with this because yeah, let's have cards and GM consoles everywhere. It's like no and That's not how that works. I'm not going to spoil the biggest offender for the security implications here. The but, implication ugh. And this is not a justification because it's fucking dumb. But it, the implication is that clearly Oberon has no imagination whatsoever because his entire game is essentially wholesale lifted from mythology slash SAO. So he's just gone for cliche villain lair number one with maps and all the brains in like right, convenient right. little tubes. Sure, sure. Great. Put it on a different server with no players. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could say. Well, he, can't, he can't be that dumb. Like, he had the technical know how. To rip off SAO in the first he place. He has the technical know-how to kidnap 300 people yeah, mid like, logout. Yeah, like, he can't apparently. be that dumb. But he is! <laughs> <laughs> like I say, and then there's just the whole issue of, like, securing things with a numpad, having GM consoles out in the open, which have key cards, which are actual items that can be given <laughs> to other people. And... Ugh. That's very dumb. And we're going to have a lot more just, examples of that coming honestly, up. Honestly, just the whole premise, like, I appreciate you've got to have some way that your hero can be the hero. <laughs> like, you, you've got to throw him a bone, I guess, but, like, fuck <laughs> me. The game does that in a much bigger way later. Yeah, well, yeah, I, like I said, <laughs> there is one glaring security issue, which yeah. I am not spoiling. <laughs> we'll get to that, because that shit... That's, that's going to be the, the comic relief after we've talked about the horrible shit. Because here's the horrible shit, right? Let's stop. Let's stop dancing around it and just mention it. Because it's never gonna be. It's never gonna be comfortable. This thing is rapey as shit, especially around Asuna, or primarily around Asuna. She gets to the lab. She finds the GM console and is like, "Oh wait, here's all these other trapped people with me who are." Mm -hmm. Tries to find a GM console to log everyone out because why wouldn't you? Because you know. Why wouldn't you do that if you had access to a GM console? Yeah, right? yeah, 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 right, right. But then you know, as she's kind of looking around, horrified at all these people, in come two employees who, for I have no fucking idea why, <laughs> are <laughs> tentacle slug people. Yeah, giant tentacle slugs, green. If that helps, and no reason whatsoever. Like they, they could just be people, but they're not. Like these are these are actual people. They're not NPCs or AIs. They are people. Who have logged in to these avatars for some reason. And, you know, so Asana hides, like, oh no, can't be caught. That would be bad because, you know, she's escaping. So, like, yeah, sure, whatever. But then, you know, while they're looking over one of the brains in a jar, talking about how this guy's clearly having a pervy dream of silica or something, I don't know. Something stupid, yeah. She's like, man, the GM console's like right there. I could just leg it out in the open and. So she does, and they see her because why wouldn't they? And she's she's got the menu up. She's she's got the log off button right there, and she's about to push the button. Then the tentacle. Yeah, the tentacles happen. All she needs to do is just extend a finger. Yeah. So tentacle tentacle touching happens. Tentacle tentacle rape essentially happens at this the, point. The hentai scene happens. Yeah, and it could have all been avoided if Asuna just. Well, it would have been avoided if the creators decided to not do it. But 
she could like literally extend. She's literally hovering she in front of a log out her finger. She she could have just like you know snuck away to the console first. She could have waited a few minutes, maybe see if they leave. That idiocy aside, they then decide to grope all over her with their tentacles and be actively gross while they're doing it. It's not like this is their only interaction with the world kind of thing. No, they do the full on like turn her upside down and wrap tentacles around her legs and it's fucking disgusting. And that's not even the only occasion when the show is this I'd, disgusting. I'd actually argue the next instance is worse. Yes, I completely agree. Because they decide to well eventually through this a conversation they have, they find out that Oberon is very unhappy that she escaped and take her to take her back to her cell. They decide, ew, we're going to walk back with her, not teleport, because then we can spend more time with her. Okay, ew, but ew. Then there's another scene later on where... Oh, no, Mike, you've missed my favourite part. Oh, what's your favourite part? So they've got the screen with the logout button right there, but oh, she just can't quite reach it. <laughs> but what yeah, she what can do is, with her legs, <laughs> get the Cadman card out of the machine without them realising it and take conceal that. But she couldn't hit the button. No, not at all, no. <laughs> well, you need the manual dexterity to, like, extend fingers and stuff, and she doesn't, clearly doesn't have that, so... But she, can, she has the dexterity for a card, but not for... Oh, the, totally like, different. Using a totally clock as well. Ah! <laughs> I, I, I hope Kirito's in defeat is all I'm saying. <laughs> He's in for a good time. Because yeesh. It's even more maddening with her because um, Setsuna, who is this uh, ice wolf character, essentially, or a cat girl, mm-hmm. there's actually like a relatively tiny, smart plot with her of like, she got, before she got captured, she got very frustrated because she was like the most dominant, like strongest person in the village. But then one day she just couldn't get stronger anymore, no matter how hard she worked. And unbeknownst to her, it's because she's hit the level cap for her species. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. an actual smart use of like a fantasy setting a level cap there because if you're not aware of that levels are a thing, you'd probably be like, "Why the- I'm running a marathon every day? Why the hell am I not getting better? Like, mm-hmm. what's happening?" But uh, yeah, it, then it's just used as a vehicle. So you go, "Oh, you want to overcome that? Here's my penis. Grab yep. hold of it. Grab your future." Oh God, yeah, they Grab use that word. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Yep. Oh God, yeah, they literally use the words grab your future while he's dropped trousers. Oh! Fucking hell. Oh, wait, hang, hang on. I've got the page here. This oh. is not your usual drip, drip, drip. This is your future. Yeah. So are you going to grab... Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it that, really that feels, exactly like, um, feels like uh, your standard sexual harassment of like a teacher coercing a student thinking like, hey, do you want to get all A's or something? It's like, oh. Could you not, though? Like, so much of it is, but why, though? Why did you choose this to write? Why is this your opus? And that's it. Three and a half years bundled down into an hour and a half or so. Feel like we missed one of your favourite moments? Then let us know. Our card site in the show notes will take you to all of our socials, where we're at TrashMangaCast on Twitter and at TrashMangaFriends everywhere else our individual links are down there too where you can follow me at slazer king on twitter phil at fanatskin on twitter and mike is at posekra on twitch twitter and youtube 
And to make sure you don't miss our next couple of very special episodes, don't forget to subscribe and follow on your podcast platform of preference. Well, as long as that's Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And hey, rate, review, comment, it's all good, and it's all appreciated. And hey, you're going to kick yourself for not commenting sooner, because next time in our Christmas special and 99th episode, we're taking a series recommended to us to cover by one of our dear listeners. So stay tuned in a fortnight when we cover Majimaho, I messed up and made the wrong person into a magical girl. Yes, our first ever magical girl series on Trash Manga Friends. Plus, you're absolutely going to want to stay tuned for the episode after that as we celebrate episode 100. Because, come on, there's only one manga fitty for such an occasion. So until next time, when I'm rejoined by my beautiful, talented, phenomenal co-hosts, Mike and Phil, don't let them know I said that about them, we'll see you later. Bye-bye!